This episode of the Let's Talk Data podcast, How to Access Developer Services on SAP HANA, features Craig Schmehill, SAP's Head of Communities and Influencers, SAP Developer and Community Relations, and Angela Harvey, SAP's Senior Director of Product Marketing for SAP HANA, hosted by SAP's Ginger Gatling, recorded live on May 14, 2018. Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. This series is brought to you by SAP experts discussing current topics around data and data management. My name is Ginger and I'll be your host for this series. Today's topic is how to access developer services on SAP HANA. And today's gonna be a great day because we're fortunate to be joined by Craig and Angela. Craig has been around developer topics for many, 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 many years. He's an expert on all things HANA development related. You've probably seen, seen him on our, in our external communities. You've seen him out in the field. He's always talking with the developers. He's one of the leaders in our global developer relations organization. So we'll have him talk about that at some point today. So welcome, Craig. We're super happy you can be here today. Thank you. We're also joined by Angela. Now, Angela is working on some leading edge database developments, including uh, databases of service. So I want to be sure we get an update from her by the end of the podcast on what's going on uh, with our DBAS solutions. So Angela, I know it's super early for you. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad you can be here. Have you got your coffee? I do, absolutely. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Ginger, for having me. Oh, so glad you could be here. So, Craig, I want you to start us off talking about HANA, and in particular HANA and what that means for developers, since you're our developer guru here. <laughs> I will do my best to, uh, to give you some solid answers then. Um, no pressure. Um, so, HANA, 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 wow, HANA. HANA is a... Uh, Basically, it's kind of the uh, the flagship of SAP. Um, it's it's that one platform that we built to bring it all together to to make it all happen. We've got a lot of built-in, lovely core functionality, and we wanted to make sure that we opened it up to developers around the world to be able to get their hands on it and try it out as well. So, Craig, you mentioned that HANA is, of course, the flagship to SAP and our platform for bringing it all together. What would you say are the three coolest things about developing on SAP HANA? Oh, so many cool things, but top of my list would be the fact that it is an all-in-one platform. And anybody who's done development knows that one of the biggest challenging aspects is trying to piece all the different pieces together to make it work. And one of the things that's really cool about HANA is the fact that at the core level, we have graph, machine learning, geospatial, we've got sentiment analysis, text analytics, predictive analytics, automated predictive libraries. It's all right there inside of the same platform for ease of use and basically you're up and running within minutes out of the box. So that's that's probably number one coolest thing on my on my top ten list. Um, Next thing is, is frankly, if you've got SQL skills and you've got some JavaScript knowledge, you're up and running as well very quickly. So out of the box, easy to jump into, you're there. And frankly, probably the topping off my top three list is the fact that it's free. Um, <laughs> you can actually get HANA for free, whether it's cloud provider, download, VM, binaries, or whatever, you can actually get it as a developer and start playing around with it immediately. Perfect. And all of, yeah, and all of that is under developers.sp.com. 
That's fantastic. So would you say the fact that it's free is the thing that usually surprises developers the most about HANA? Um, actually, surprisingly, no. Um, the thing that, <laughs> that catches most people by surprise is the fact that it's so easy to get started with. Um, everybody looks at SAP and they see this 40-year-old German company who are the the just the masters of of process and business workflow, and you know our ERP software runs the world um, quite literally. And you know you look at this and you're going to be expecting something of the same level of complexity. And frankly. It's not. It's so easy to get up and running that, you know, half the time you sit there and you look and you're going, um, I'm done. I'm ready. I can start now. And, and most people are just blown away by that. Yeah, you know, it's really funny you say that, Craig. Um, before I was on the HANA team, I was the product manager for IT operations analytics. And that's a, a product that we decided to go to market with. It actually started as a co-innovation project between RIT and our HANA development team because we had a need internally to do analytics across machine data. Um, and when we looked at the commercially available thing or um, solutions out there, we really felt that we could do it better, faster, cheaper. So we were actually able to bring a whole product to market you know, within two years um, by building on HANA as a platform. So as a product manager, I myself was actually really surprised at just all of the functionality and how we could do pretty much everything we needed within one platform. So for us, real-time streaming was really critical as well as predictive analytics. Um, so the fact that we had those all in one platform and also that my development team didn't need to actually worry about that because we knew we would benefit from any of the HANA innovations. Um, it was quite impactful to us. So I, I've got to say I myself was actually quite surprised how easy it was to get started um, with HANA. So I think that's a, a really good, quite good point. Um, and then when you see one of the other things I think when people think of SAP is they think really, really large organizations. And I, I myself think of HANA as kind of being a, a bigger tool traditionally. Do you find that it's really developers in, in large organizations that are gravitating towards HANA? Um, you know, to be honest with you, it, it's hard to say. Um, when we engage developers, we engage developers. So we don't really engage at a company level, um, unlike other organizations. Um, and I think you've, you've worked with some of them yourself, I think, like the OEM and startup-focused programs from SAP. Um, and, you know, it's not any one you know, there's not like a stereotype of typical HANA user. Um, every time I turn around, I'm coming across some new group or some new level of developer who's working with and playing around with HANA. Perfect. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the startup program. Um, I have had the benefit of working with that group before, and it, it's really fantastic. I mean, they've got almost 6,500 startups on HANA uh, across 58 countries and 308 validated startup solutions. So we do see, you're right, a lot of smaller organizations looking at HANA. Um, but it really does scale up to very large organizations as well. I know when we were OEM, when I was in OEM, a lot of organizations decided it just made more sense to pick HANA as their data platform versus other data platforms where they would have to kind of mash together different solutions for predictive and um, streaming and whatnot, where they'd be working with, let's say, a variety of best-of-breed vendors. Um, one of the great things about HANA is it, it is all-in-one, so their developers could really focus on developing the solution 
that they want to develop, to develop for their end customers. And because, you know, when you opened up the call, Craig, you talked about how HANA was kind of our flagship and the underpinning. I mean, we internally have thousands of developers working on HANA, so our partners and OEMs and startups can really benefit from any innovations that we make on HANA. I was just going to say that it's not just the innovations that they're benefiting from. It's the fact that our internal developers, the thousands of the developers, are also sharing that knowledge and experience in our online communities as well. Yeah, that's a really fantastic point. Um, definitely, we've got a very active community where people can can um, brainstorm with one another on the best ways to leverage HANA. So you're right, you're benefiting from the internal investment and also from access to those developers through the development community. Hey, I have a question for you guys. This is Ginger. What are what are some of those uh, communities uh, that we have? And uh, if you just were to do a gut guess, uh, Craig or Angela, how many developers would you say that we have using HANA today? Not quoted, not written in stone. I know this is recorded, <laughs> but just your gut feel. So first, what are some of the communities that we have where people go? And what do you think the number is really out there? Well, you know, from a community perspective, we have our own, you know, our flagship community, the SAP community, which is uh, um, sap.com slash community. Um, you can find that anywhere on the sap.com website. It's the community that's been around since uh, the early, early days of 2003 is when it first launched. Um, and I think there's, you know, we're over the two million mark in terms of users. So we, we know we have a lot of activity there. Um, there's also the HANA Distinguished Engineers. It's a community group that actually came together to actually acknowledge and um, recognize um, engineers who are working with HANA on a regular basis. And there's there's close on a hundred of this of these folks out there. And this is a group that's really organized by the community. It's supported by SAP. We give them uh, firsthand, uh, you know, first looks at, at a lot of information and technologies. Uh, we let them talk to the product management teams and things like that. So we have a lot of activity there as well. Um, if I was to look at just the download perspective of the SAP HANA Express Edition, which is a version of HANA that we actually offer, um, there's well over 80,000 downloads of that. So Gut feeling, there's thousands of developers using HANA. Um, you know, I couldn't get any more precise than that, though. It's just, it depends. There's so many different ways of connecting to and working with HANA that, you know, you really have to get down into what's the actual definition of a HANA developer. And, you know, if we're broad, we've got hundreds of thousands of developers. If we're very narrow in our, our definition. We've got thousands of developers. So, Yeah, and Craig, I think you raise a really good point to just the breadth of different people developing on HANA. We look at our HANA Innovation Awards and how people are innovating on HANA. And even just the submissions with that, it's amazing to see the different types of developers that are developing on HANA. I mean, you have people that are extending SAP applications and, and doing some of the use cases that people might traditionally think an SAP developer is working on all the way through to people like not-for-profits um, just doing really amazing things. One of my favorite submissions was actually the Rainforest Collective, and they were looking at things like bird flight patterns and sounds to understand where logging events were happening. And they're using that information to dispatch a ranger to prevent a tree from being cut down before it even happens. So, I mean, it's just really amazing the different types of developers and different types of innovations that are happening on HANA. 
I know I mentioned the startup program. We've also got very, very large commercial OEMs that are, you know, ISVs that have chosen to platform on HANA. So I, I kind of agree with Craig's sentiment. It would be very hard to put a number on it because the definition of developer is just so broad, even down to, like Craig mentioned, you know, people that are just developing on HANA Express and might be doing something really cool in their own home. I know my last development manager um, had his nest <laughs> hooked into HANA Express and was just doing things to measure temperature and sort of cool things like that just kind of as a hack. So lots of neat ways that you can definitely innovate on HANA. One of the things we haven't talked about yet, though, is that we've talked about the different type of developers. And, and as we look at developer needs, Ginger, I think one of the changing focuses is definitely around the cloud and just how quickly you can get started. And of course, it's a topic near and dear to my heart. And Craig's talked about how quickly you can get started within minutes on HANA Express. Um, but I think the cloud really actually brings a lot of benefit there as well, because you can start smaller. Um, in the past with HANA, one of the limiting factors, if you will, was that it only ran on certified appliances, um, or you could bring your own appliance, but it had to be through, I think we called it a TDWI, so it had to be kind of this custom integration. Um, whereas cloud has really broken down a lot of those barriers. We see people starting with HANA Express, and then when they want to expand or commercialize, they can look at things like HANA as a service, which actually starts as small as 32 gigabytes, but can scale up to four terabytes. Um, so I think cloud is really opening up a different end of the market than was previously possible on HANA. So when I get started, if I want to get started, I mean, how, how can this cloud impact developers, Angela? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, I mean, I've obviously mentioned the size thing, and I think sometimes when we talk about, um, you know, only paying for what you need is obviously impactful. Uh, but beyond kind of the cost and starting smaller, one of the big things is really geographic reach. As we see more and more regulations coming into place, and I don't think there's going to be any fewer anytime soon, um, you know, there are certain regulations around having your data in the region where your application is running. So if you're a developer that doesn't have a local data center, certainly the cloud can bring a lot of benefit there because you can deploy locally, to, whether it's to a GCP or an AWS or an Azure or an SAP data center. Um, so that geographic reach is one piece, both in terms of regulatory issues and, of course, decreasing network latencies as much as possible on the cloud. Um, the other thing that I really see cloud opening up is tighter integration with some of these other cloud providers. So HANA, in particular, runs on SAP Cloud Platform, or you can do a bring-your-own-license to, um, you know, a lot of the different hyperscale cloud providers. Um, but we are looking at tighter integration with some of their native services, um, for example, uh, TensorFlow in Google Cloud Platform. So the more that we integrate with those other services, I think it opens up a lot of different development opportunities. One of the unique things about HANA as a service, which is our fully managed service of HANA, um, is that you can deploy to any cloud. So once you provision it, you'll just pick the cloud that you want to deploy to, and we actually handle all of the licensing for you, so you don't have to you know, choose to go and get licensing from AWS or GCP or any of the cloud providers that we roll in over time. Um, but because of that, you can really pick uh, and choose where you want to deploy based on the services available. So we see a lot of customers benefiting from using other services on SAP Cloud Platform that are available to developers. Um, but you could also choose to use other services through AWS or GCP. So it opens up 
you know, a lot of tighter integration um, with some of these leading cloud providers that are investing a lot in developers. So we're very excited about our partnerships there. Hmm. And not to pontificate too much about cloud platform, I mean, it is an amazing tool, but Craig and I have spent a lot of time talking about new innovations on HANA here. I, I think we'd be remiss not to mention, you know, all the different ways that SAP customers can integrate to their SAP applications. If you were an SAP customer wanting to get started, I would definitely recommend checking out Cloud Platform and some of the integration uh, to other SAP app applications that live there. So, Angela, we've talked about we have our database as a service that we can use with Cloud Platform. Uh, Craig, you've also talked about, you know, HXE and, and HANA Express and how we can get that on Cloud Appliance Library or Google or Azure or Docker. So, Craig, I've kind of got two questions bundled for you. If you could give me a, a kind of some advice on when would I start to use what? Would I just maybe go on and download HXE and then move to DBAS um, or the other way around? And also, uh, we started off talking about that uh, you lead our global relations developer program. And I don't I mean, I don't really know much about that and what that is. So could you explain some more? And if I wanted to get involved with that, what would I need to do as a developer? All right. I, well, I think I have the answer for you. Um, okay. So the organization that I'm part of is the SAP Developer and Community Relations Organization. We're a group inside of SAP that's dedicated to reaching out to our audiences. So in my particular case, um, I'm the team lead for developer evangelism, and I reach out to the developer audience. Um, but we also are involved with the SAP community that I mentioned earlier, and we're, we work together with these different groups to try to bring all the information together. So when we talk about like SAP HANA Express Edition, HXE, it's a free license from SAP, up to 32 gigabyte of memory usage, and basically it's only community support. So one of the things that me and the organization I'm part of, we work on, is making sure we get a, we have as much information as possible there inside the community. That way, when anybody downloads it, they can download the VM, the binary, they can uh, launch it on several different cloud providers, or they can even run it inside of Docker. It's in the Docker store, so it can be up and running in literally minutes. Um, you know, if you have questions, you have our community that you can go to for help, or you have the developer.sap.com, um, what we call the developer center, which is full of tutorials. There's like 600 some odd tutorials in there, um, many of which are related to HANA, whether it's working with uh, SQL with HANA um, or even doing application development with HANA using the XSA platform, or even if you want to do Node development or Java development and just using the JDBC or node drivers to where you're not actually in the HANA server to begin with, but you're actually sitting next to it and using the back-end core functionality of HANA in your other applications. So whether you're a .NET developer, uh, Java developer, Node developer, Python developer, there's connectors available to you. And all of this information is either inside of the community or in the developer center available to you where other experts like these thousands of developers we have at SAP that are doing HANA development are actually in there trying to help each other answer questions and everything like that. Okay, that's fantastic. So that tells me a lot about the development program. So if I'm going to get started today, since the, the HXE is free licensed up to 32 gig and I get all my support from the community, probably if I'm learning, I start with HXE, but then if I want to actually deploy a live production application, I might, where I need SAP support, maybe then I would consider DBAS. 
Well, there's a couple of different ways to look at that. Um, you have the free license up to 32 gigabytes with HXE, um, which also includes productive use, and it's still a free license. Anything above 32 gigabytes, and you really need to start looking at other other options that we have available, including DBAS. Mm. Um, it really depends on what you are trying to do with it. Um, we have a lot of options. Um, the one thing that SAP can never be accused of is not having options. Um, we have those galore, but they're all there for specific reasons. If you if you want to have a server that you're responsible for, that you're doing all the managing of and everything like that, then DBAS is maybe not the one that you're going to go to immediately. However, if you need help and you need official support and everything like that, and you want to go above those 32 gigabyte limits, the DBAS is going to be one of those options that you really want to take a look at and you want to consider. Because what they're putting into it and they're you know, it's they're rolling out new features and, and adding to it constantly as they go forward. So they're going to be a lot of support there. But we're also still going to have the the HXE version available. One of the things that I love to do is that when I do live demos, I, I'll go to an event and I'll talk about it. And, of course, the first thing that will come in, oh, yeah, it's probably so complicated. i got to have all this special hardware and everything like that. And I usually turn at that point, I within five minutes or so, I turn my laptop screen around and I show them. And I say, by the way, as soon as I started to talk, I hit the button to get the Docker version. And now the system's up and running and we can start working. And okay. usually that's enough to get people pretty excited to take a look at it. But, you know, again, when we talk about HXE, we talk about it in those 32 gig. We also have bigger licenses, but then you, you get into a lot of different choices there. The DBAS, we're really excited about, and as it launches, we're going to be paying close attention to it and how we can help developers get started with that as well. Thanks, Craig. That was a fantastic summary. Just for, for clarity for any of our listeners, because I've been calling it HANA as a service. Of course, HANA as a service is SAP's commercial offering for, for DBAS. So um, thank you guys both for being here today. So I think we know that we can get started quickly. We can either do HXE on Docker or HXE deployed, or we can go to DBAS. I use our, I'm sorry, HANA as a service is the official name. Angela, I guess I go out to the cloud uh, platform trial to sign up for that if I wanted to check that out. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely, Ginger. If you go to SAP Cloud Platform, you can find free trials there. The other point I wanted to bring up is if there are any ISVs or people that are looking to make a commercial application on top of HANA, I would definitely check out the HANA Startup Focus. Um, for organizations that qualify for it, they get free access to HANA, both commercial versions and HANA Express. Um, they're able to connect with SAP architects. They get access to the SAP customer base, and it's a really great way for smaller organizations to start because there aren't any financial commitments or lock-ins. So um, for anyone that's looking for to create a more commercially available application, I would definitely recommend checking out the HANA Startup Focus as well. And then for the tutorials, Craig, you said that we have like up to 600 tutorials on developer.sap.com that would get me started. And then your yep. group has lots of public events. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we do public events all over the world. Um, one of them is uh, it's an event series called the SAP Code Jam. And you can find that in a city near you. Um, we just did, actually, I think there's one at the end of the week. <laughs> there was several last week. Um, these are happening all over the world, and it's they're led by SAP experts, and there's various different topics. Um, one of the most popular, of course, is working with HANA. So. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys both for joining. I appreciate it, and I hope to see you on the Developer Network. Thank you all. Thank you.